Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Football did come home, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller. Luke Moore is here. All right. Jim Campbell is here. Bonjour. And Pete Donaldson. Farewell. Les Bleu. Allez well le Bleu. Wow. I believe the Spanish pronounce it. Um, uh, they've done it again. They've done it so soon after the last one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the anniversary. Yes. Uh, the Frenchies. Uh, what a win. Mm. Great final. It was. Six, the first time we've had that amount of goals since, and I won't say the precise year, the mid-60s. <laughs> Around the mid-60s. Yeah. That's right. It's funny, One year it? before the summer of life. Indeed. <laughs> the thing that inspired it, you might say. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I mean, all of us were saying on the WhatsApp group when we, during the game that um, for, for a little while it didn't quite feel like a final, but it really sprang into life. And actually, it not feeling like a final, I think, is what made it so open and mm. so good. There was no caginess about it. And it was, it, it was a fit final for this tournament you know you felt like anything could happen at any point yes and, uh, and France would win <laughs> <laughs> well that's the funny thing actually isn't it that, that when you you know everyone I think has agreed that this has been one of the best World Cups certainly I can remember and, absolutely and you could maybe extend that to one of the best World Cups ever absolutely. Um, in, in our humble opinions and so to, to end like this has been great but uh, all the surprises all the uh, the twists and turns and so on and yet, when you look at it as a whole, their best team probably won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. There were, and that tends to be, tends to be, not always, but tends to be the case with there, the World Cup. There wasn't a team that were absolutely head and shoulders above everyone else for the entire month. No. But if you had to begrudgingly bestow that upon a team, you would say it would, it would be France. But they, they sort of... Younger team in England as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but, uh, well, a better one. But they... they <laughs> They sort of want a bit of a canter, yeah, really. A bit of a cante. <laughs> well, well you, you, say, you say that, but in the final itself, I mean, 
they were on the, and I'm not begrudging them the win um, because you know it, it was a, it was a, a strange game as far as Croatia seemed to have a lot of the play and a lot mm. of um, a lot of the um, the ball. But France also sort of seemed worthy winners as well. Were well, yeah. you worried but, for but, France though? No, Never. I wasn't. That's the point. Yeah. But, but but they were on the end on the positive end of some absolutely outrageous decisions in the first half, mm. which um, Croatia deserve credit for sticking around with because and I mean, not losing their heads as yeah, well. Yeah, because yeah. I thought there was a chance they would lose their heads and I thought that they not that you'd need not that you should have an excuse to do that in a World Cup final, but they were they were particularly hard done by. I mean the first goal wasn't a free kick. Mm. Potentially um Pogba was offside as well for and he was interfering with play. Then you've got a penalty which you know is a controversial penalty mm. to say the least and you, you go into half time two one behind you think how's that happened you know so so and and they, and they made a bit of a go of it and then obviously France popped up with these two goals from from downtown mm. uh, from, from the car park yeah and uh, it was it was what it was but um I I I didn't necessarily agree with you guys when you were saying it didn't feel like a final I, I just thought that <clears throat> because the last two World Cup finals before this obviously 2010 and 2014 we had two four teams who realistically could have expected to be in the final it felt a bit more like the stakes were maybe a touch higher because Croatia d- never expected to get there. Mm. They sort of, uh, they almost seemed to approach it like we've got nothing to lose here. Yeah. And it, mm. it made for quite an open game and that's why it felt that way, yeah. I think. They were I, the I, best I, team in the first period as well, Croatia. It's easy to yeah. overlook that. First 20, like France mm. were kind of all over the place. I mean, they, they of course you give the, uh, they didn't let France just sit back and defend their, their, their attacks. I thought they asked a lot of questions of France and I was kind of disappointed to see uh, the way that the referee handled a couple of the uh, situations that mm. uh, I mean that free kick at the done. first goal yeah. was, it was unbelievable. But, yeah, I mean, and, and that was one. It's a great example of <clears throat> when you see a referee who, and I might have mentioned this before, and not this particular referee individually, but just in refereeing in general. They they train for so much of their young adulthood trying to be referees. I don't. I don't reckon hardly any of them play an actual game of football, so they don't see that that Griezmann there. I mean, he's buying that free yeah, kick all absolutely. day. And the, the amount of free kicks that are given like that by referees, it's really frustrating. Yeah, but I think with that in mind, especially given the, the, the stage and given the occasion, you have to give immense credit to um, Hugo Lloris for uh, levelling that up later on. Yeah, he did. He did Showing take it in his own hands. Who has had a, a great tournament, to be fair. Yeah. But that was a bit <laughs> of a think that cost him the golden glove? I think it cost maybe. him and Subasic. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because Subasic yeah. wasn't fantastic either. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think maybe... I think Croatia being in the final, maybe subconsciously in England, you know, my interest was slightly waning a little bit in, you know, from a fan. Because it got so close. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think finals, when you, when, when you look at recent finals, you know, Germany versus Argentina and uh, Netherlands versus Spain. So it's usually two traditional heavyweights. That's what I mean. Yeah. Going into it. You're right. And, with Croatia, it was kind of like, well, let's see if they could, they could have a go. I was, I mean, I was massively on the side of Croatia. Yeah. I mean, quite apart from, um, you know, European folktale character, Luka Modric's <laughs> comments after the England match. Uh, kind of, I, I thought... I thought. Well, I suppose he made those comments because someone has told him something that you or I yeah. maybe think is not quite mm, true. Slavin Bilic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Use when, it. When was the last time I... And I guess it depends on your, um, on your, your rating of what's... Um, traditionally a big team and what isn't but when was the last time a traditionally big team made the World Cup final a traditionally small team you mean uh, yeah sorry a traditionally small well, team this is it, the, which, is, which yeah. is why um, when all said and done and we'll talk about England obviously in the second half with it Belgium, almost never happened yeah it, exactly with the World Cup it's not like the European Championships you'd have to go but I was thinking about this you might have to go back to say 1982 when Italy 
reached the final and I mean they were still a big side but it was there was a lot of scandal with uh, all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. even and, then though that's that's not as, as unlikely as yeah it, exactly I mean, I, I mean a lot of that sorry to go in Marcus but a lot of it is again the, the way the draw fell isn't it that's as, as true of, of Croatia course, that yeah and, and, and I think the way that because we're obviously in England and stuff and we're very disappointed that we didn't manage to get to the final past Croatia I think um, the romance of it kind of died with that a little bit for us but I think everywhere else in Europe you're like God, Croatia in a goddamn final oh, yeah, and no, no. you've got the rain and you've got Vladimir Putin and his uh, umbrella you've got yeah. Pussy Riot running on the fucking pitch it's, yeah. it, was, it was an incredibly interesting there final there were representatives of Pussy Riot mate. yeah okay, okay sorry yeah. there was no members involved I'd like you to yeah come on make, make it up. Okay. they're all the, got the gulag it's fine <laughs> we'll see you there but yeah. um, with regards to, to teams making the final you're right I mean in 74 the Dutch hadn't done anything in World Cups previously to be perfectly honest with you you probably have to go back to 1954 to with West Germany when yeah. they got hammered by Hungary in the early rounds do you know yeah. what I mean like it, well, no, but Uruguay won the Olympics before the 1930 World Cup. Yeah, so, so really, Croatia reaching the final, whoever won that semi-final, England or Croatia, it would have been, even though England had been to a final before, but then so have Sweden, you know, I think mm. it, would have, it would have been outrageous. Sweden didn't win the damn thing, though, did they? Uh, they didn't, Jim. <laughs> um, so it would have been uh, quite the surprise. Well, I, mean, I think you're looking at Sweden. Yeah, with that in mind. Sweden are the, <clears throat> the only comparable one, the final, surely. Yeah. Yeah, possibly host nation though. But it, so, so Croatia host getting nation. to the final <laughs> um, is absolutely remarkable. And for there to be six goals, I mean, finals tend to be cagey. Um, you know, the fir- this is the first time that both sides have scored in a final um, since 1986. Mm. It's the first time a side has scored four goals since 1970. I, I, I did think Croatia showed more than England would have. I think. Oh, I agree oh, with God, that. Yeah, no, oh, I think I did say that. I think maybe England have. Well, I mean, dodged a bullet suggests that you've made a sidestep and you're on a better path. Obviously, yeah. England lost the game, but I think the consolation is... You, you say that, and, and I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree. And of course, Croatia aren't blameless for that first goal France scored because they still had an opportunity to defend yeah, and yeah. didn't do so. But um, France looked a little bit back on their heels for the first 20 minutes and Croatia mm. took the game to them. Well, maybe that's, the that's, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think England, because they well, no, just but, don't score from a player. But, maybe from well, a free kick. Yeah, if, you, you, if you let me finish the point, the point is that, that they, they, they were right back on their heels France. They didn't look really at the races, yet they still emerged um, from half time two one up because mm. they got a good rub of the green, yeah. and that probably informed what happened in the second half. If it had gone another way, the final could have gone another way. If they weren't given two, ascent- I mean, it's harsh to say they were given two goals, but it was certainly close to it. They could have gone into that. They could have gone into that um, half time one nil behind, yeah. and it would have been a completely different second I th- half. I think they were the better team, though. Oh, they were. It's, it's a funny. Remember we, earlier in the, in, in the tournament, we were talking about Uruguay, mm. and we were reading out some stats saying that Uruguay, I think it was against possibly against Portugal, maybe someone had more shots, more possession. All the, and, and Uruguay looked like on paper they snuck through but you yeah. said Jim oh, I never really felt Uruguay were in any trouble and it was mm. the same with yeah, that with yeah. France and Croatia well, even though Croatia on paper had a lot of the game absolutely. Croatia France had twice as many shots and, and 60 odd percent possession yeah. France have been very good at sort of holding teams at arm's length yeah. haven't they as we've said setting that agenda and then just playing to whatever whatever the other team has to throw at them they'll just do it and they'll do it better and that was sort of a case of it again and I'm really really glad that Croatia managed to give them a scare because same thing happened against Argentina we really got to see the best of France in those two games and mm. a lot of people People have been saying, oh, France have been a little bit underwhelming. They've been the sort of one disappointment of the World Cup in the group stages. But it's that whole starting slow thing, isn't yeah. it? And growing into a tournament. You've got to grow they, into it. Yeah, and they absolutely <laughs> did it. I love that that is still true uh, in 2018. And France are 7-1 to one to successfully defend their crown in 2022. Ooh. £10 with Bet365 will return £80 should they win it for a third time. They've dominated in terms of European teams over the last 20 years. They've what been, is it, three finals and yeah. two wins. Mm. Fantastic from them, They've really. been phenomenal. Get Zidane in. 
Two weeks of breathing space now. Because <laughs> yeah. he won it. Um, Deschamps has been uh, Deschamps, sorry, has been derided by the press a bit in France. But he, as I say, he won the tournament without, with, with, for my money, without too much stress. I know yeah. Croatia, uh, you know, gave them a few digs, but I, I don't think France were ever really truly on the ropes mm. in that final. Even though Croatia did a lot of the early running, France are so good defensively that actually they withstood everything. Yeah. But if you look at it all, in the group stages, yeah, France were very uninspiring, but they got through, still annoyed that they drew nil-nil with Denmark. The only ruddy nil-nil of the tournament, yeah. Yeah. idiots. Yeah. Um, but there we are, you won the damn thing. Uh, against against Argentina, what were they, 4-2 four, four, up at one yeah. point? Again, you didn't really worry for them. They were 2-1 down at one point in that game. Though. They Even were. then, though, they, they weren't it was behind for long, were they? Exactly, yeah. And uh, it felt like an anomaly against Uruguay in control, 1-2 nil against Belgium. Belgium were probably the side that gave had the best go at them, but again, they didn't need extra time or anything. You know, yeah. compare that to Croatia's uh, route. You know, they really had to to be quite almost sort of soldier like getting there. I was confused that a lot of people were saying that. Oh, Luka Modric has covered more ground than any other player. I mean, they played more extra time than any other player as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, true. he's had, certainly had the opportunity to cover yeah, more ground, yeah. given he's been on the pitch for 90 yeah. minutes more than any France player. Could do you be. count the walk up to a penalty as well? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, th- I think you do, Jim. But Deschamps, yeah. you know. Bit derided, as I say, but they've won the cup, being probably the best side in it. I would have liked to have seen France v Brazil at some point, yeah. Uh, but obviously, you know, we got France versus Belgium instead, which was which was a good affair. But the scenes of celebration from the players chanting his name in the post-match press conference were were quite heartening. They yeah. showed the harmony in the group. You know, we've talked Definitely. about this England side having great harmony, and it's been absolutely joyous, and they have. Mm. But the French side, we know that they've fallen out in 2010. It was a spectacular example when when everyone fell out and it all went to pieces. Uh, but the good feeling in that camp and the good feeling from the players towards Deschamps, who seems to have kept an awful lot of players happy when it's very difficult because mm. you look at some of those players who have been on the bench, look at some of those players who have barely played a minute, if any minutes at all. They were all celebrating, they were all singing. Mendy was up there, top. I mean, he's, he loves it, doesn't he? He's just Mendy's happy to be anyway. time. You know. I, I enjoyed his video where uh, he was celebrating because I think one of the players was playing football manager and he was playing as Winchester. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and he was like, right. like Ulu Winchester, Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> with the right. World in Cup that, in his hand. But in that, point, <laughs> in, that, in that press conference, they're chanting away and so on. It was it was glorious. Yeah. And you just thought to yourself, with a side with that talent, with that spirit in the You also camp, had to leave some really good players out of the squad entirely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And yeah. I'm just enjoying Drogba having to go back to the Manchester United-shaped boarding school for another season. <laughs> going, oh Pogba. no. Pogba. Sorry, Pogba. did I say Drogba? Sorry, yeah. Pogba. Yeah. I always get those um, two names mixed well, up. Pogba, um, Pogba, P- P-D-A Pogba. <laughs> Pogba. Pogba's been fantastic like, yeah. more recently in the semi-final and the final. And it's, and it's, it's amazing like what, we, we've seen the sort of player he is and can be, yeah. and we all knew because we saw him at Juventus, but there was maybe a chance, perhaps, uh, some comments about how he had such good players around him at Juventus. Well, in the got Matic and, next to Man yeah, True, no, true, but Matic isn't getting in that Juventus team at that, at that time. So there is a drop-off there. Ah, they they played a different style. It's difficult to say. They played a different style. Yeah, Pierre, but, but the point being, Marcus, it's not a controversial one, is that he was brilliant at Juventus and he's not quite hit the straps at Man United yet. So no, people were not... giving explanations for that. Yeah, I'm not yeah, We don't that. need to do that because France is Sure, but I'm surprised that with people say, oh, well, he's got Kante next to him at France. Well, Matic isn't that dissimilar to Kante. I'm well, saying I that don't know. Kante not, is not much better than Matic. Not much as much better. energy. Okay, um, he's not much better. Matic is a good player. I mean, what was he? Second behind Scott McTominay in the Player of the Year award? You know. Uh, but That's what I'm saying is, yeah. if M- M- Mourinho now, we said it before, the ultimate point is that whatever we think, Mourinho has, well, he never bails to pressure really, does he? But yeah. it, people will be saying, come on, 
We want a bit of that yeah. in this side. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, it's, it's worth pointing out that actually we made a point ourselves that Pogba has been perhaps a little bit underrated in terms of what he's done at Man United because his, his record is actually very good if you look, up, mm. look at how it stacks up with, his, with his, the amount of assists he got, stuff like that. But he's had a fantastic World Cup and it's been brilliant to see because he said earlier he's the most criticised player in the world and that, that's probably true. Uh, it's probably fair. And it, it's Raheem weird. Sterling? that well, Maybe, <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, that's more bullying, isn't it? Okay. Um, but it feels like Pogba's an underdog that you root for, even though he's like the one of the most expensive players ever and he plays for Man United it's a weird thing so it's good to see him have a really good World Cup I also love that Giroud didn't score a goal uh, yet has come out of this looking really good and it's, there's echoes of um, Stefan Givash with yeah, that from the last World are. Cup it's funny to see Absolutely. these patterns emerging again and also you know people said that France were perhaps not as uh, dazzling uh, as you might think but I don't know I look back at Griezmann I look back at Mbappe and I think they've had really good World Cups where they've been really really good to watch and I love Griezmann's penalties as well I don't think I've ever seen seen a player that's so good at not actually putting it in the corner but scoring every time well, he obviously it's waits. like he hypnotises a keeper it's mm. true he obviously waits for the keeper to move I mean Sh- we Sh- remember Sh- went very early in that yeah, he did but we remember and Pete was there so he'll remember as well that in the Champions League semi-final where he crashed that one off the bar I wonder if from then on I haven't watched too many of Griezmann's penalties other than the obvious ones in tournaments did he change his style because he's obviously smashed that well, without whether the keeper's moving or not and now he's that good he waits for the keeper like Hazard well, does and just rolls it into he the has a t- he has a technique apparently which is that he just pretends it's a less important game than it is and then takes it based on that which is an incredible feat of sort of mental strength but he, ha- it? but he has to it is but he has to wait for the goalkeeper to move because mm. a player that good is not going to oh, the, although the one against Australia early on in the tournament I think he put that into the side of the net so maybe I don't the, know. The one, the one um, in the final, <clears throat> I was surprised how early Subasic went. And I think Subasic probably wasn't fully fit yeah. in that game. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's funny talking about France, and maybe they haven't dazzled, but all the, all the conversations in isolation around players and positions, I mean, everyone's been full of praise for Varane and Titi, full yeah. of praise for the two young fullbacks, the goalkeeper mistaking the final aside. Was, people were saying he was a stand-up goalkeeper. Yeah. Pogba and Kante... Giroud coming in and changing their entire mm. system, really, and, and giving them the, the ability to go deeper than they looked like they might have done early on because they didn't have any balance. And then Mbappe has been the young player of the tournament. So all in all, they've done pretty well. It's, not, have. it's been a pretty packed uh, list. And that Pogba pass in the final for Mbappe was absolutely <sighs> incredible. Well, Rio Ferdinand said it was naughty. naughty. He did, which I enjoyed. So, I, en- I enjoyed, uh, I think Jonathan Wilson noticed that um, uh, Giroud... It wasn't, the- it was uh, um, Rami. Was it Rami? Who, yeah, what, he, who, he got it wrong. What do you mean? Oh, who whacked the? Who basically um, had an open goal after the final had been won, and the uh, ball yeah. was in front of the uh, on the penalty spot basically, and he took a penalty with no, no um, think, keeper in the in the net, and he just whacked it against the outside. I of the think box. it was Rami. Yeah, <laughs> Rami was looking to get some minutes. Twirling his moustache around, he was. I know. Right, yeah. Well, he's the good luck thing. Is he? he's the good Apparently. luck charm? Apparently, they touch his touch up his moustache. And he's thinking it was Mystic Marcus. <laughs> yeah. I thought. Um, I thought Mtiti had a really good uh, tournament after. Obviously, his, uh, his handball, <laughs> in the first which was a f- an absolutely fantastic a- <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I- even in that situation, he was enjoyable. He was entertaining. He was entertaining. Yeah, the two centre halves for France have been absolutely magnificent. Yeah. I was a bit disappointed. So obviously, Luka Modric won the golden ball. Hazard was second, and Griezmann third. I thought, could have we had Varane in there? Yeah, yeah. The France's defence. De Bruyne's unlucky too. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that Varane has been absolutely brilliant I think yeah. we all think that and Gr- Griezmann's been good don't get me wrong but I, I, is defensive that, players I never really I, I know it. I know I mean I think Cannavaro I th- was close one I think though but... that this has been a very attacking tournament isn't it this has been a tournament for forwards and that's probably been reflected there well Mandzukic he scored at both ends didn't he he, he did yeah. Yeah. But the first player to score an own goal in the World Cup he's been a very attacking World Cup but it wasn't like 
I don't think there was more goals this time than there were last time. Yeah, so last time was the most ever, wasn't it? Was it? Okay. Yeah. The Croatia are 25 to 1 to win Euro 2020 with Bet365. £10 will return £260, including stake, should they go one step further next time around. Yeah. Um, they, they, they can hold their heads high, can't they? We've got to mention Perisic um, for, yeah. That, yeah. for that great goal. goal. But beautiful goal. He's, he's had a great tournament as well, especially, um, you know, in, in the. In the scoring that goal in the final and then his performance in the semi-final but we've got to mention the penalty um, that he, he conceded mm. I, I mean whatever you may think clear and obvious is of course the the buzzword. The buzzword. I can't, I can't stop hearing it in my head yeah I, I, I've heard I, when I first saw it I thought there's no way that's a penalty and then having chatted to a number of people I can see why they may think that but again, but again it's like I this was supposed to be designed to stop this. Yes. But it's just made it worse somehow. Clear and obvious is just... It, even the, the term sounds so kind of like unequivocal. But in reality, the rules, like Lucas said, it doesn't kind of like allow VAR to work in mm. that it works. It just added more grey area. Well, it's, it's shifted the goalpost of human error, hasn't mm. it? It's essentially it's, added a layer of complexity on because mm. it's still interpretation involved. I, so. I think overall, I, I don't think... I think that was a very, very harsh penalty, I have to say. But I do, I, well. I do think overall... Um, VAR has been a good thing because it's, it's meant more decisions have been I would agree to, to with me, that. the implementation of that incident there particularly, he's obviously got something in his ear that's saying that you've missed something there. Mm. So he's gone over the screen and he should have been able to decide within like five seconds that it wasn't clear and obvious. Mm. It's, it's open to interpretation yeah. as the handball law is and the handball law is particularly unhelpful for the implementation of mm. VAR. He should have looked at that and said, hang on a minute, I've not missed an absolute howler here. It's yeah. not like he's been hauled down in the penalty area and everyone's seen it apart from me, in which case you then go, right, penalty, I've missed that, it's a penalty. He's seen an incident for, for, because he missed it the first time, which, you know, I mean, there would be 100 penalties a season for yeah. that if, if, if it was given. I mean, there's no way it's clear and obvious. But, but anyway, look, I don't want to disappear down a VAR black hole. It was very harsh on Croatia, and it, and it, and it, and it also essentially punctuated what was a very harsh half for them in total mm, yeah. and it was hard for them to come back from that thing and, is, and they weren't able to remove the words clear and obvious and just say the referee if he thinks it's a penalty then he can do whatever he wants and, yeah. if, and if you remove the words clear and obvious then you'd think to yourself well I can see why he's given that yeah. so, I think, I think so clear and obvious was added just to, to um, kind of to calm, it, to calm everyone who was going oh my god VAR no, I, think, I think it's added Pete to stop there being precisely what Marcus is saying there essentially which is like constant a hundred stoppages mm, a half yeah, because absolutely. the referee wants to get absolutely everything right and I, I just don't think that's yeah. the way to go but anyway look, it the, is the it future is, is drone, drone ref like four or five drone refs over the <laughs> yeah over and, the if, and if you get to knock the drone out the, if, you, if you knock the drone out the sky with the ball for booking no it's prison rules there's no referee do what you want I like that it's funny at that moment when the referee was checking the VAR and taking his time for possibly the first time in my life I thought you know what I wish Mike Dean was here yeah how would he react to VAR <laughs> oh, how is he going to react to that challenge of his authority that's going to be a real standoff isn't obviously it? we're not having VAR in the Premier League next season I hope there is at least one season crossover. Exactly. I, <laughs> with, I want to see with, these with things meet. Yeah. I'd like to see Dean have it on a smartwatch. <laughs> Just watch it on his arm. Yeah. Uh, no. No, yeah, no pen. Tapping his watch. What's that? Still watching. Yeah. Yeah. Still watching <laughs> the watch. It, it is clear and obvious. Not how I remember it. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, there we are. France are the champions. Uh, we're going to talk about Belgium versus England after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Momentum for England now. Two goals up. Thanks here to David Beckham. Welcome back to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. That little clip was for those of you who missed 43-year-old David Beckham scored the winner in the World Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> and England took the bronze. Um, yes, Belgium, Belgique, finished third. The, AKA the real quiz? Yes, mm. I'd say so. Mm. Um, I, I love that Southgate said uh, a number of things after the game, but he did. he said, if we're honest, we'd have rather gone home two days ago. I think I think Belgium are a better side than England. Yeah, of course. I think we're all we agreed that there. Twice. Yeah, um, but uh, but but England, I think, found it very hard to pick themselves up. But they did, and they Second gave. Half they were okay, weren't they? they? Well, they should have scored. Really, yeah. they had enough 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 pressure. But Southgate was very honest afterwards, and, and obviously said, you know, Belgium are better than us, and and the top four of the World Cup was was probably a level above where England are at the moment, which was yeah. what Southgate said, and he was mm. honest about the the draw as well. Absolutely. And and I think that that is. Very refreshing from mm. from an England manager to say these things, and, and from day one, and you can listen back to the shows. I've always liked the cut of of Southgate's jib. Very honest, very positive though, but very honest. And England have needed that for for many many years. And uh, and so when you hear, oh well, the England team thought they were a bit arrogant, and I know one or two journalists they said that about journalists and so on. So they're not. The Southgate is emphatically not um, that. Well, it's the, it's the and people he's gone, talking around England, course, isn't it, that being tired with that But he's, got, he's been at great pains. You know, Southgate, even little things, he says that we make sure when we meet other people from other FAs, we say, hi, we're from the English FA. Whereas before they'd say, we're from the FA, and other countries would get a bit... That's interesting. Mm. They would get a little yeah. bit annoyed at that because, oh, what well, you're the football association. That is quite arrogant, thinking about but it. Yeah. But in one way of sense, it isn't one sense, it, it's, it's not because they are the FA. That's, that's, they what were the original... The whole time, but it's a nice olive branch for England to do that. I think it's best that England do that. I'm yeah. just saying that I understand... Uh, why they haven't done before, but, but, but they've wised up to the fact. Have, that, has Cristiano Ronaldo ever met um, original Ronaldo? I am the Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a bit arrogant. Yeah, yeah, I prefer yeah. you change your name yeah. to be arrogant, Cristiano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, in, 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 um, just in the context of England's tournament after after this third place game, I agreed with everything that Southgate said afterwards, um, and, and I, it got me thinking that yes, England had a a decent draw, and yes, they were fortunate with how the chips fell, and mm-hmm. we talked about that. 
But it, there appears to be some sort of um, revisionist or narrative coming up in England over the last few days, which is almost like, oh, we were really lucky, and it was, it was, you know, we should have done even better given the circumstances, and that you know, we've got to be realistic. Well, I would just say to that. They're not, off. they're not they're not mutually exclusive. You yeah. can be realistic mm. and positive. You can yeah, say absolutely. we did well. Yep. We did well much better than we thought we were going to do, but realistically, we got a bit of luck along the way and and we, this is more of a platform for us. Yeah. And England need to keep it in the front and center of their mind, which I think Southgate will do, that this has to be now seen as a platform because uh, case in point, Croatia got to the semi final in 1998. It took them 20 years to go one step further. That's right. And mm. they did that yesterday. So it can it's a different situation, of course, different um, resources and different different size of country, of course. But if you see that as a summit, it will become a summit. They have to use it to build on now yeah. and they have to push Harry on. Harry Maguire's the- gigantic son, marauding. Yes. Marauding yeah. into midfield. In 20 years' time, yeah. Harry Maguire's son will score a header from a corner for England in a World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> while, while Harry looks over the Lots farm back marauding. home. <laughs> um, yeah, abs- I, I completely agree. It has to be seen as a platform to build on. There are a lot of positives to be taken. Um, winning a penalty shootout at a World Cup uh, is a massive, massive thing. And that's, you know, if England lose the next one, it's less like a curse, isn't it? It's just like, oh, well, that's how penalty. Go. Jim, that's all you really, wanted really from, from day one. It's not all I wanted. wanted. I wanted Jamie Vardy to score as well. Oh, I yeah. didn't quite get that. No. Um, but it's, um, as I say, it's a platform to build on. And I think the next thing to, to look at to try and sort of get off get off our backs would be beat one of the big boys, get a scalp in a mm-hmm. knockout game. Because I, I believe it's still true that the last time England did that against one of the traditional big sides was actually in the final in 1966. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, you know, this, this team is young. There's, there's, as we've said before, they're not like a golden generation. They hopefully won't be saddled with too much pressure and the press have responsibility to not do that to them as well and also if you look at the players like James Tarkovsky and, and Michael Keane those players that, that missed out younger players like Joe Gomez and players even in the squad the younger players that will want to come on with England mm. like before it felt like you know playing for England was a great thing but it was just just part of you know the nature of being a footballer now if you look at the players that missed out on the squad looking at everything that happened in this World Cup how much would you want to be involved oh, in yeah. that how yeah. much harder are you going to work how much more like motivated and determined are you going to be and that can only be good there's, oh, also, there's also got lots of young players coming through where this tournament was far too early for them like yeah. um, Sancho and Foden and Mount and <clears throat> one or two others so not to be um, Wilshire. not to be encouraging that <laughs> yeah and, and Jack Wilshire yeah, who is still a real prospect um we we didn't mention much about the um, the player of the tournament and the young player of the tournament, mm-hmm. and, and it's interesting given what we're talking about young English players for Kylian Mbappe to have that in, much of an impression oh, yeah. on a final at the age of nineteen, roughly mm. the sort of same was he same age as Trent Alexander Arnold? Bit unfair on mm. Alexander Arnold, Marcus compare. Rashford, I think. Yeah, and and I think he's only a, I think he's only a matter of months older than Phil Foden, for yeah. example. So incredible for his for his contribution, but that's that's an inspiration for younger players as well to yeah. say, look, if you work hard, if you of course, Mbappe is astonishingly fast and astonishingly mm-hmm. talented, but clearly it's a lot of hard work as well. Yeah. When you hear people talk about Mbappe, you hear about this old head on his shoulders, yeah. how hardworking he is, and mm-hmm. all, the, all the rest of it. And, and that's as important, of course. So a lot of inspiration for these young players to draw well, from well, as well. Look at, the, look at the breakout stars in the England squad. Harry Maguire. Like, nobody saw him p- putting any kind of footprint on this, on this tournament. Yeah. He was imperious at times. He was, but he was brilliant. Well, the three players, Pickford, Trippier and, and Maguire, I mean, Trippier is 27. Mm. And that's also an encouragement for other players. That, that, that There is improvement. I think we said before, you know, that, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't necessarily call him a late bloomer, you know, but but you don't have to to be a Kylian Mbappe or somebody like that and have sure. it all at 19 or, or mm. other players at 21, If you 22. can play in the system, you've got a place. Exactly, exactly. and that's what it's, and, and, that's and, what and it's about. And I think this World Cup had a nice mixture of for England and the English perspective, 
Um, I think in the call harsh light, harsh light of day, I think um, the way England played against Croatia, I think those players will be disappointed in themselves, yep. the performance yeah. and possibly the system as well. Yeah. But mixed on with that, there was just a, a huge amount of positivity in the way that they got there. They'd got as far as they'd uh, ever gotten uh, since 1990. And it was just a, it was a really feel-good tournament for England. So I think there's a nice little mixture and there's something to aim for. There's something to uh, attain, I think, for the next yeah, tournament. Yeah, sure. And I, th- I, th- I think people, th- there was talk of England missed an opportunity when Croatia beat them. I understand that. You know, if you're 1-0 up at uh, half-time and, and even beyond that in, in a semi-final, you're disappointed if you get pegged back. But again, we're all agreed. Croatia are a better side. They're cannier operators than England, and, and that is a lesson to learn. And Southgate said the defeats are good lessons and will help us with our mm-hmm. development. And, and England, as again, I'm sure a lot of people thought, probably you ran out of legs, ran out of ideas, just ran out of steam and probably went really as far as they could. And again, if you sit back and you just watch patterns of, of football, how they go over the years... Probably about right, England finishing the semi-final. I know sometimes those patterns are disrupted. Leicester winning the league, Liverpool winning the Champions yeah, League, yeah, yeah. you know, even Portugal winning the Euros and so on. And they're the glorious moments. And of course, mm. I'd have loved England to disrupt yeah. that, those patterns that I talk about. Uh, but it, it wasn't there. But, but, but when people say, oh, England missed an opportunity, no, they took an opportunity. Yeah, because, because they got to the semi-final. They won that penalty shootout. You know, they beat Sweden. Um, <laughs> yeah. And England have struggled to break down lesser opposition and they did at times against Tunisia but they got the win and that's the first game as well. absolutely right it's, as I kept saying it was the first, first game and, and, and so they took that opportunity and the country responded And I th- one of the things I just wanted to make sure I mentioned about Southgate as well before, before I forget and this is the final opportunity we're going to have in, this, in the context of this World Cup is that what he's done as I said a, a few shows ago he's repaired this connection between the, the squad and the fans and, but I didn't go into how I think he's done that and the way I think he's done that is because he's not conceited. He's a thoroughly good bloke. Yeah, because he, because he's not because he he's not um, done really conceited, um, worrisome things like you know the 2006 and 2010 sort of nadir of the sort of big players who yeah. really disconnected from the fans. I don't think, from my experience of of working with players and ex players who've played for England, that any of them care less about playing for England than they ever have done. I, yeah, think, I, they, I, I, I think they care a great deal. I, I agree with that. If you, if, you speak, if you speak to any ex-England player, they'll be able to tell you straight away how many caps they've got, who they made the debut against, who they scored their first mm-hmm. goal against. They love it. Yep. But the problem is, I think in the old regime pre-Southgate, it was just so conceited that I understand, in, for example, in 2006, there wasn't real social media stuff anyway. But I guarantee you, if Twitter and Instagram existed then, the players would have been banned from using it. And there'd have been no connection. Whereas what Southgate's done is he's, he's opened them up to the media. He said, I, you're an adult human being. He's treated them like adults. I trust you to be able to say the right thing, mm. do what you want to say, do what you want to do. And also with the social media, you know, be responsible with it, but I trust you to use it. And that's also how, it's not just mm. the football on the pitch. Yeah. It's, it's also the fact that they've, they've seen to be approachable and normal and, mm. and fun and sort of almost example setters and role models. And we don't want to get into a conversation about whether footballers are role models or not, but they, they've taken that responsibility and people have enjoyed it and people have loved them for it. And it's been a fantastic experience and, for everyone. And, and because of all that stuff, again, I, without labouring this point because there's absolutely no need to, but I've been amazed the amount of non-English people that have got behind the England team, yeah. your friends of mine and, 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 and people we know, Same. which I've never seen before. And, and I understand why. And if yeah. we never see it again, again, I understand why. It's not something I totally get all that. Mm. But that shows you that there is the, the, like, the likeable nature of, of some of those England players and the manager yeah. and so on. It sort of transcends things, you know. I, I think some of that disconnect as well came from the sort of media training that you hear from, from players when they speak in post-match interviews and things like that. And also that 
sort of translating onto social media with things, but you know, players having their accounts managed by people, which I'm sure there's still a degree of. But Southgate, as you say, Luke, has allowed them to to truly be themselves yeah. on, on Instagram and on Twitter. And I, I feel like I've got an idea of what Harry Maguire and Jesse Lingard are, are like. They look yeah. like they're quite yeah. fun, and, uh, very likable people. In think, the past, that you wouldn't have been able to see that well, side of them. Also, back then, we had a lot of brands. We had Brand mm. Rooney, we had Brand Gerard, and we had Brand Rio and stuff like that. And it was like and. These players coming out before this tournament. Sort of now saying, we've got jailings. <laughs> and these, t- these players coming out, uh, coming out before the tournament, basically saying, "Oh, you know, uh, we couldn't get behind. Uh, we couldn't truly click with England because of our uh, of our allegiances in our, in our club teams and stuff." Yeah. I think that's a disgraceful admission, to be yeah, quite yeah. frank. And I think that's Agreed. something yeah. that PK could... and Ramos have done all right. Haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did for a team, while. Team, yeah. of, well, team of the World Cup, wasn't it? Uh, fair play, oh, the... Sorry, fair play World Cup, which yeah. is mental. Spain, yeah. fair round. play. To be honest, you should only with Ramos. You should only qualify for the fair play if you sort of go past the quarterfinals. Yeah. I think. And also, Ramos should be completely banned from it. But what we're trying to say in summary is that England are going to win the Euros in 2020. And Harry Kane won the golden boot, and that's the big prize. And they are eight to one to do so with bet three six five. To ten pound returns, ninety pound including stake. Should England win Euro twenty twenty? <laughs> and let's not forget the semi-finals and the final are at Wembley, aka the home of football. What, <laughs> what a carrot! It's coming. No, it's not it's coming. coming home. It's coming. Euro twenty twenty. <laughs> well then, there ladies we and gentlemen, um, and don't think we've forgotten because now is the time to unveil our predictions. I've got the prediction box to my right. Pick it up. Wow. Man. Do oh, the honours. Um, yeah, the, them out. I, 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 to be perfectly honest with you, I'd forgotten about this. Oh, oh. <laughs> that Marcus, sounds like an admission that you've so uh, fallen well be, short, Marcus. Before we Speller. do it, before I hand them out, how sort of confident are you guys based on your memory of what you what you selected? I, I, I think I've, I've I've done okay, but I'm not going to hit too many bullseyes. Oh, I, here's any. the trophy. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Cameraman Sam, get the trophy. There what it is. is. That? It's what, a what is it's that? a piece of rock. Put it in there. It's, yeah. like a, it's like a piece of um, like am- was it amethyst it's or something. Yeah. Tonight, I wondered why. I think I it might be amethyst. Peter, there you go. Pete's, Pete's drawn a picture of a cock and balls on here, so okay. I know it's his. Uh, yes. Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> this one's got no name <laughs> on it. That. Jim, there you go. That's yours. What's this one? Marcus Speller, BSC on yeah, there. there. Well done, mate. Uh-huh. Here's Who mine. wrote that? Right. So, what that? Should, like, before you do it, I need to get, just remind everyone of the categories. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to do that very, very quickly. So, that, yeah. so we had for the predictions, which I know a lot of you played along at home with, and you're welcome to share them with us using the hashtag World Cup Ramble <laughs> or just tweeting us or Instagramming us or whatever. We, the, the categories were World Cup winners, dark horses, where England's World Cup would end, the top scorer of the tournament, the total amount of goals the total amount of cards, including red and yellow, and a selection of a strange moment, theme, or happening. Um, I've got all the answers here, so we'll do them, I'll do them one by one, and we'll go around the table. Should we do it that oh, way? Okay. Okay, so I'll go to my left. So, Jim, first of all, who have you got for World Cup winners? Remind us who won. Uh, the winner was France. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I had Brazil. Uh, Peter? I also had Brazil. I also had Brazil. And I went for... He's got it, isn't he? Brazil. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> All of us thought Brazil would win. So that's no points for okay. anyone. Yeah, right. All right, next up, Dark Horses. Jim, go your friend. Oh, Jim. Colombia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> second round, not yeah, They yeah. got put in their damn place. Yeah, yeah, so. uh-huh. Well, hang on. So what are we... Co- what, well, what it's it's, it's the team who's gone the furthest. The oh, okay, okay. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay fair. Uh, Peru. <laughs> 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 well, they, they were one of the better teams that didn't manage to get out of their group. I think How after there. two games? Yeah. Uh, Uruguay. Shut up, Marcus. Uruguay. Is, does that count as a That's dark horse? That's not a dark horse. You of course dirty it does. Boy. They've got a, a massive history in if the in, game. If a Uruguay, massive if history you... that goes back to the 30s and the 50s. Look, if Correct. Uruguay had got to the final, everyone would be saying that was amazing. So All right, fine. I, think, you know, I right. went for Serbia. 
and I've blooming oh, close. I was close to going Croatian. <laughs> right. I, I was. I went Uruguay or Croatian. I picked Uruguay. Marcus, you can. Have but that it still one. got me over you the line. Got me over the All right. Line. So next up is where England's tournament would end. Jim, Jim? Yeah, quarterfinals. Oh, right. Unlucky Jim. I also, I also went for quarterfinals. Oh, no, I wonder I where this is going. <laughs> unlucky, <laughs> unlucky Pete. I nearly <laughs> went semi, but I went quarters as well. Did you? Semi final. Well Get played. Semi final. Get well that. played. Well played. I had faith in the boys. That's the most important point. Yeah. It's not about the point for me. Is it's it? about that I had faith <laughs> in them. This, <laughs> this one, the next one, top goal scorer, which is of course Harry Kane, is the one I'm most annoyed about. Okay, so I'm Jim. annoyed about this because I forced myself into a corner that I didn't need to. Yeah, Jim. I nearly went for Harry Kane, yeah. uh, which, which you could say before anything, couldn't you? Which, is well, an, as an um, Arsenal fan, would have been a disgrace. Yeah. Carry on. But I actually went for Neymar. Oh, oh Mitro's on fire! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrified. Mitro's on fire. fire. He stuck to your guns, and I respect yeah. that. Fair play, fair play. Well, he I, certainly had enough chances, by the way. I've got to know, right? I went for Griezmann. Did you? I also oh, went for Neymar. 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 So I win that one, do I? No, no one wins it. Yeah, you no. said. Is it not the? No, I'm oh, just different. Okay, right, fair, fair, fair. All right. Okay, so total goals. I tell you what. So what was the t- tally? The, the total amount of goals in this corner in tournament was 169, um, which I think was four fewer than last time. Maybe. Yeah, I, I certainly very. Yeah. Um, uh, it was close to. So last we're looking time. for the closest answer to 169 total goals. Jim, what have you got? Mm, I went for 150. Okay, 19 Ooh. away, mm. Pete. I was expecting VAR to come into this a little bit more. I thought more goals would be chalked off. 165 though. Oh, very close. away. Um, I thought that this is just going to blow the goal records all over the pitch, so I went for 198. Bloody right, wow. right, that's right. Everyone Pete. took the piss out of me when I had yeah. wildly strange. You were about 70 out, Marcus. The time. Let's bring this up. If you want to do it, let's do it. Yeah. The first time You're we ever did predictions for, for people who don't know this, the first time we 29. ever did predictions on the, I can't remember which tournament it was, but Pete predicted I think something like 36 <laughs> goals. Was 37, and, and which, which would have been <laughs> yeah. fewer than I think half a goal a game. I may, I may have misread the question. <laughs> so, Marcus, you went higher. You, you're out. I buggered it. Yeah. I also went, believe it or not, one six five four away. Oh, so Pete, Pete and I get a point each for that. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, fair news. And the next one is total number of cards, which was 223, which is 219 yellows, on average 3.42 per match, and just four red just cards. Four red cards. Last time around, there was 10. Yeah. So, um, 223 uh, for the total number of cards, the nearest to it, Jim, was I it went before? for 182. I'm surprised yeah. I went so low. Okay. Doing it. Yeah, miles away, 170 yellow. 223! Oh, <laughs> Whoa, man, that's amazing! <laughs> that is incredible! <laughs> wow! What's going Mark on here? Check the done. seal on the box. 223. It's there. It's there. <laughs> How about that? I, I had 195, so not Who right else? Yeah. Who else among the world's public predicted the right amount of curls? Let's see your reds, big boy. Come <laughs> on! <laughs> well Come done, Marcus. You get a point for that, mate. Yeah, of course. Well yeah, pleased about that. Some would say you should get a bonus for that, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, and the final one, which is normally the most entertaining, the strange moment theme or happening. I think we Have should... we done red cards yet? Um, which no, is no, included. It's all cards. It's included. Oh, it includes all cards. Oh, 182 then. Well, how many red cards? Same as me. Uh, I did 12. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. Jim, go on for your strange moment theme or happening. I'm glad this didn't happen, um, but I've just gone for the Birdman will fall. Oh, that was a bo- that's a bold shout. Oh, you yeah. like, you'd actually seen really collapse. See him. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. there was a Birdman, the Colombian Birdman. There was. Um, I feel it was more of a tribute act. Mm. I don't think it was the. Uh, Mm. The, the, the traditional one because what you're saying is he would almost like hover above the, the stand yeah, wouldn't and he? that he would fall off actually though what I definitely meant was that um, 
the spirit of him would fall uh, when, yeah. when he was his wings were clipped in a penalty shootout against England so I yeah. think I should get a point and a bonus point uh, thanks mate um, I was convinced you were going to go for England to win a penalty shootout mm. because, you, because you were talking about it before didn't want to jinx it no fair enough yeah. <laughs> appreciate that PT um, I did four answers <laughs> oh, oh, let's hear them Sepp Blatter will be seen kicking it with Putin that happened oh, yeah did it was he he wasn't seen he was seen with Putin was he seen on when who was he seen by who would he would have been seen by somebody no 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 not would have was he actually would have I didn't say photographs I said he was seen Pete majority rules you're not he involved was, he was kicking it with Putin he was hanging out with Putin that's what happened can you remember that Luke no, no. Carry on. I'm not going to win Marcus so don't fucking worry about What's it a stray one? dog will cause mayhem in Sochi they've got a lot of stray <laughs> dogs they've Hang got on. a lot of stray dogs that's like saying a pigeon will shit in London yeah. <laughs> mayhem though yeah. What else have you got? Don't worry, Jim. He's not going to win. Yeah. Uh, the Egyptian, uh, really old goalkeeper, El Hadari, will yeah. play in the last match in the group stage. He did that. He did. Fair oh, enough. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, public vomiting by a referee. <laughs> that did not happen. When you say public, do you mean on the pitch or like he's yeah. seen no, in just, a bar? Yeah. Just, can, either I, can, or. I just, can I just say, I mean, I'm not prone I'm not to get into it, but the fact that you've given four answers and got one of them right yeah. is a little bit unfair. Strange really. moment. Two of them right? All right, Marcus, go on. Marcus. Um, I, I buggered this up because I didn't look at his schedule. I said Donald Trump to be seen in the posh seats. And I'm glad the blonde bastard wasn't there. To well, be he, was, you know, he, he hung out with a queen. Um, what posh a seat is there? No, I meant in the stadium. No, I, 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 yeah, I, I, help I, I didn't realise that. I appreciate that, Jim, but it didn't happen. I've got Because um, I'm an honest man. I've got an England player who will score a hat-trick. Oh, nice. Ah. There we go. Has a cane, just about. Mm, there we go. Just about off the heel and more than <laughs> he takes the point. <laughs> so Pete got one because he did four <laughs> answers. I got one. I think that makes me the winner. No, it isn't. Three to two to two. Football is the no, winner. No, because I won the total cards and uh, the, the Dark Horses, my one went furthest. Dark Horses. Yeah, two points own. for that. Yeah. So, so how many did you get? Three. Where'd you get the three? The strange moment theme were happening, the total number of goals. And the World Cup's and England's World Cup end. No, but you and Pete drew with the total number of goals, We've which got cancels it out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> what, what actually matters is that everyone bloody well enjoyed it. That's what, what matters it is that um, with regards to the names, Luke, Luca Modric won the golden ball. Oh, yes! yes! Of course. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'll claim that, I guess. What was, <laughs> what's, what's been your favourite sort of moment of the tournament? Because there have been so many sort of memorable sort of moments. It definitely like uh, the, the grasshopper in, uh, in, in the, oh, the Dragonfly. 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 Yeah, sorry. that was good. Um, Always enjoyable than insect turns up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> personally, personally like, it's more of a personal moment, but when England scored the winner against Tunisia in that World Cup party. Yeah, oh, that, yeah was, that, was, that was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had watching England again. Yeah, Thank same. you to everybody that came down and, and did that with us. It was, it was, it was wonderful. Um, I, I would say that the Pavard, Charisma and Nacho goals all being so similar and actually getting better as they yeah. went along was really strangely enjoyable. <laughs> and also, I've got to say, you know, the, the design of the ball really helped that. It made yeah. that particular sort of goal look really good. Mm. And a special uh, reservation um, for... for for um, compliments needs to go to Russia both on the pitch and off mm-hmm. the pitch because on the pitch they were much better than yeah. we thought they would be Absolutely. they did really well and off the pitch we weren't there ourselves but we heard that absolutely fantastic from start to finish. Yeah, I, I, th- I, th- I think it's going to change a lot of things politically as well. I mean, it's not an ideal situation for Putin. The idea that the, the Russians have spent a month watching foreigners have the right to assemble, kind of hang out together. Just enjoy my Which trophy, is, Pete. So so I, while, while Pete's saying this, Luke is just loft, uh, holding yeah. the uh, kryptonite aloft. Well, yeah. you know. 
Uh, it's been a long season. It has. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it, it, it's just trying to get my, uh, my, my, my opinion across. And yeah, no, no we, we appreciate it's, it. It's it's well, Luke, um, Luke actually, Luke won the predictions for the um, the club I did, season, but I was terrible at going for gold, so it goes both ways. <laughs> it does go both ways, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> indeed, it does. Dennis Cheryshev. Yeah, yes. absolutely. That was very, very good because he he scored two of his goals in particular were absolute beauties. It was, it's always nice to see someone emerge, and I don't think you know um, the the World Cup is this perhaps star maker that it wants was because clubs are you know so good at scouting now but it was it was nice to see you know uh, uh, figures emerge that perhaps weren't so well known um one thing that i found really really funny obviously as we touched on already was set blatter um turning up at the world cup anyway and and i I didn't get really a chance to talk about this before because he didn't naturally come up in conversation over the over the world cup but um for the last world cup a good friend of mine um did some work with fifa and ended up going to fifa house and discovered that um (laughs) set blatter had an office at the top of the building um and it shared a lift with some of the other floors but he had a button in his office that meant he could press it and the lift would kick everyone else out and just go straight up to him (laughs) exactly a lift yeah. Privileges. And I just, I just, I just, I just want a just... reason to talk about that. <laughs> You're just going to wait longer for a lift, aren't you, really? You are. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I, I enjoyed uh, the <laughs> I uh, love that. big moment for women in football as well. Croatia had uh, yeah. a woman on the bench. Uh, the well, BBC, she was, she was the very BBC, huggy. The BBC yes. and uh, ITV uh, had a lot of women on, on their uh, thing. I mean, not past the knockout rounds. Let's make that very yeah, clear. That I don't weird. know why. They, they weren't notable by their absence. I mean, I think... But still who would progress. rather have seen any other no, call than fucking Roy Keane on that bench? Well, different networks. But was that because they were doing... No, I'm, I'm uh, ITV. Uh, both on ITV. Oh, I thought yeah. Oh, it's Alex Scott was BBC. Yeah. I thought, were they both doing? Um, were they not both doing pre-season? Because a lot of players went to go. Yeah, to but I mean, I, they, they could have had uh, somebody else up there, couldn't True, yeah. they? True. Yeah, um, yeah True. I, uh, I also think um, in terms of what it seemed to mean at the time and, and, and the moment of it. One of the things I've, I celebrated the most, actually, outside of England, obviously, was uh, was Messi's goal. Um, that was a lovely uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, a brilliant goal. goal and it looked like actually they might turn it around here and obviously they went on to, to get out of the group but it looked like all the stress that we'd seen on Messi's face the the, the portrait of anxiety that he was and the, the, the portrait of a man with the pressure of a weight uh, of, a, of a nation's weight on his shoulders would seem to be lifted in that one moment and I was really really happy for him obviously it didn't work out in the long term but that that was a really brilliant moment yeah, I thought. it was a great goal and um, but I, I stand by that what I said which is that they were the worst team I've ever seen to get out of the group <laughs> they were so bad yeah. Given the players they had at their disposal, I mean, I know they had some weak weak areas, but I mean, that's so many good players. Yeah, I, I love the moment that uh, you know Gareth Southgate, very calm exterior, uh, very dignified, and all the rest of it. And and that moment, I think it was after the Columbia game where he went over and just went, yes, yeah, yeah, that was great. Really. Um, a lot of love for Mushi Batshuayi. Smacking himself in the face <laughs> yes. and his reaction to it. Yeah. South Love Korea, South Korea going out, but absolutely mucking. Oh, that's oh, class. Yeah. yeah, that that last goal because, as we said on the, at the time, you know Germany don't normally go out of World Cups at all, um, but they certainly don't yeah. go out that, being humiliated. That South Korea Germany game. I was in the cab uh, in the south of France, going to the hotel where I was staying just for a quick break, and I was watching it on my phone. But you guys were messaging, mm. so I kept looking, and obviously I was miles behind because I was on my phone, and I kept looking at the um, the messages coming through, but having to take them off, so away from watching the game, <laughs> yeah. going back in, it was an absolute nightmare. I wish yeah. I'd seen it yeah. live. What I love is IP latency; it's a big problem. It is, Pete. You've you've identified you it correctly. Yeah. What yeah. I love, just the celebrations. What I love is that every goal in the World Cup, everyone's off the bench, the pylons. It's yeah. Also, we had we had the double amount, the double the record for own goals in one tournament as well. Twelve yeah. in 20, uh, 2018. So that's the, the real top scorer. The record, yeah, the record was six in nineteen ninety eight. Marvelous. There we go. But that's, it's finished. 
it's over. <laughs> what are you going to do now? It's what are you going to do now for the next few weeks? Well, few, the... three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been a marvellous <laughs> ride and, and we'll never forget this one. And, and no. for England, we're, we're hopefully all the better for it. Mm. I think, uh, of course, uh, we're back on the 6th of August. Monday the 6th. For the old club season, remember that? Yeah. It feels like after the World Cup, it feels like the festival's over and and you've got work the next morning. I've got got my ticket for Fulham v Palace on the opening day of the season for Fulham, yeah. Yeah, so nice. I'm going straight back into it. Back straight back in. On them yeah. wooden seats. Yeah. Glorious. Back um, in my Arsenal trench. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man City to start. Well, it's, it's interesting for Arsenal. Interesting times, new boss yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Newcastle have signed a goalkeeper and Kennedy. Uh, there the we go, another goal, year. The goalkeeper we had last season and Kennedy, who we had last season. Well, you've still got Mitrovic on the books. Fulham still haven't caught yeah. him yet. Let's have him back. Indeed, yeah. I think there'll be plenty of time for all this chat. Yeah. If you cannot wait to hear my voice again until the 6th of August. Well, unlikely. Um, I, I feature on uh, the Barcelona Legacy podcast, which is a six-part uh, podcast series to accompany Mr. Jonathan Wilson's book all about the Barcelona evolution under Cruyff and the influence on football today. Because there has been a bit of influence yeah. from those guys. When does it start? Um, the, the, the first one is... It's the 26th of July. I it is the 26th yeah. of July. I pre- yeah. appreciate that. I was, I was That's all right. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Scrambling so around. Uh, yeah, jump in. The first of the six parts, yeah. Mourinho and Guardiola, they get big mentions. Yeah, I bet they do. Does Big Louie get a mensch? Big Louie does indeed yeah. uh, get a mensch. Big Louie, who we, of course, found out uh, last week, could have signed Mbappe, passed him over. <laughs> mate, you'll, be, you'll be pleased to know that on this podcast, there are actual experts uh, to talk about it all, not just me, uh, including Gabriel Marcotti, Miguel Delaney, Jack Pickbrook and, and John Bruin. So, uh, so there we are. Fantastic. You, you can hear me and them. And, and that's from the, Jonathan 20, Wilson, yeah. from the 26th of July, that, isn't it? And Marcus, because you, you picked out Griezmann as your top scorer and he yes. scored more than anyone else any of our selections, mm-hmm. I'll give you a point and you can share this with me, mate. Are you like, sure? No. That's very well, good Well, no, because the World Cup is about bringing everyone together. <laughs> Indeed. And I'm happy to do that, you know? And it did. It certainly brought England together. It did. And now we focus blast. on the divisions again. <laughs> and now we blast. Yes. <laughs> let's, a- let's set about repairing those uh, in-England camp clicks in the club season. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Absolutely right. But I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a bloody pleasure having your journey with us through this World Cup. We've enjoyed it. This is the, the easily the, the, the most uh, podcast we've done and in the most World fun Cup. we've had. And absolutely. the most fun as well. It's been absolutely beautiful and it's been brilliant to be you know, sharing it with so many people. Thank you for and listening. Absolutely, Jim. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard, do leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your pods uh, and, and, a, and a nice rating. That would really help us out. We'd appreciate it. It's been a pleasure for us. Hope it's been a pleasure mm. for you too. Damn right. The, the World Cup ride is over for another, for another four and a half years. Put it back mm. in it's the garage. It's not just four years, it's four, four and, and a half years, years yeah. which is annoying. But the club season ride will begin in a few weeks and we'll, we'll see you there. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. Say goodbye, PT. Goodbye. And uh, thank you for listening to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. And it's goodbye from me and London. Please fasten your seatbelts. We hope you've enjoyed this journey through sounds. Starts where it will end. After 32 days and 64 games, the greatest show on earth, the 2018 World Cup, has begun. It's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. I love this tawny. (laughs) Tawny's a good word. And here's Sean to wrap it up. All alone, Sean Germain. The first scene to knock Germany out of the first phase since 1938. Yes, one of the big boys have gone, but what I would say is, in the pit of my stomach, there is a feeling that the natural order has been subverted. 
and an asteroid is on the way. Yeah. <laughs> this is the canary in the mine, guys. We are. We are fucked. We are through the looking glass, and we have been for a number of years, <laughs> and this is this just further proof of it, isn't it? Blatter is back, he's touched down, he's in Russia, he was smiling, he was loving the media attention, and it's not good to see. You cannot keep a good man down. <laughs> oh, how about that? It was like Nacho's goal taking up another notch. Which another goal? rung on the good goal ladder. It was like <laughs> Nacho's goal and Charisma's goal started a side project. Did you know that, that um, when that dragonfly came out of Larissa's mouth, it had like a night kick on it? <laughs> it, was actually, it was actually a viral advert. All the knockout stages of the World Cup have come alive right from the start with a seven-goal thriller in the capital of Tatar Stamp. It's Tatar Argentina from this World Cup. This is so flimsy and so yes. it's just weak. Oh, and, and Marcus, they've had they're on their third manager of the qualification and World Cup cycle. Yeah. So I mean that tells its own story, I'd, I'd argue. Iago Aspas for Spain got to score and has not. Incredible! Spain are out and the hosts are through to the last eight of their own World Cup. He went, right, enough of this nonsense. With a host nation, we need to do something. So for Russia to have a goalkeeper who's had a moment of his own. Yeah. I think it was really important for Akinfeyev, and I was really pleased for him, mm. purely because he was seen as the next big thing back in the day. Yeah. It's this next great goalkeeper, the next Yash and all this stuff. And now Mbappe with a shooting chance. The first teenager to score in a World Cup final since Pelé. And France are world champions. Tonight in Paris, they're going to party like it's 